So I've already talked about your your top skills for building uh, last week, I believe. And so now I think it's time to move on to actual tools. Some months ago, I posted on one of the more popular VanBuild Facebook groups, uh, just the question, what are your top, I think I said five, must-have, most important, um, most useful building tools. And I got a lot of great replies. In fact, a, a couple hundred replies. It was a very popular post. So I thought I would share some of that. Uh, and of course, I already had my own ideas, but I wanted to get comments and input from other builders, more experienced builders and people who had experience that I hadn't. So so let's see. Let's move on here. Uh, I've got two for today. We're going to do three 10-minute-ish three episodes this week on the top six building camper van conversion tools. The first one is I'm going to call it measuring tools. And that seems obvious, but there's so much to it. It's it's really not simple at all. And, and it actually comes down as much to skill development and practice as it does the tools themselves. So, and the reason I say that is because there are so many ways to measure things and so many different types of measurement. You know, if you're really good at, at measuring accurately, you can get away with a lot with a little, but uh, there are some tools that will make your measuring more accurate and easier, and I'll share some of those now. Uh, first of all, obvious, the most obvious one, I suppose, is the tape, the tape measure, but as I mentioned in a previous episode, uh, most people, many people, I should say, will carry a framing tape measure, uh, and that would be 24 feet or maybe 18 feet. But the shorter and narrower and much lighter and smaller 12-foot uh, tape measure is so much easier to use. It's less bulky. It takes up less room in your tool bag or apron. You can buy two or three of them. They're cheap. Uh, I've even found good ones, I mean, that I've used for years in the dollar store. So because people just don't use them. But tell me what you're measuring in your van that goes beyond 12 feet, you know, for that rare instance when you need to measure, I don't know, your wheelbase or bumper to bumper or something, you can go grab your framing tape. But a small one is, is usually better. And oftentimes they have finer markings on them. And that's what you want. You want very accurate markings, which takes me to my next suggestion, which is rulers. Now, I say rulers plural because here are the rulers that I have. I have a 12-inch wooden ruler that I use. It's it's like a desk ruler that, you know, you would keep uh, you'd keep at your desk that you used in school, etc. And it's just a basic ruler. They're semi-accurate. They're not super, super fine markings, but they're durable and, and they're ubiquitous. They tend to be, most people have them around the house and you don't have to worry about it getting bent. They can take a beating and, and hold up. So I keep a wooden, short wooden ruler, but then uh, I also have a, I have 12 inch and 18 inch stainless steel cork backed rulers. And these have super fine markings, and I use them because the cork is great. It it keeps the ruler from sliding around when you're you know trying to make some marks. And you can just kind of when you need to get super super accurate, like let's say you're using a fine tipped steel marking pen or pencil or aluminum marking, you can tip that the ruler uh, down on its edge uh, off of the cork so that the lines are very, very close to the surface, and you can mark 
with with great accuracy. And one instance where I needed to do this was I had a van with a roof rack and it had pre-drilled holes in the top that were threaded and with nuts, you know, welded in under the under the finish. And I had taken off the roof rack and I was creating my own brackets to attach a carrier to the top. And so I had to drill holes in steel plate that exactly lined up with those pre-existing holes in the roof of the van. And there's no room for error there uh, other than to build, drill giant holes. And <laughs> so you have slop, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted very accurate holes, the correct size. And the best way to do that, it turned out, was to use these steel rulers that are very, very accurate and very fine marking pens and pencils. Uh, what else? I have more rulers. I have a 24-inch a aluminum ruler, which is, I think, an inch and a quarter wide, and it's a full eighth of an inch thick. And those are great for marking aluminum. Uh, they are somewhat more... Th- those those stainless rulers, you have to be careful with them. They're very thin, and so they're not very durable. You can bend them easily if you're not careful. Whereas the aluminum rulers are a little tougher. You don't have to be quite so... You know, the, the stainless rulers I keep in a drawer and, and only break them out when I really need them. But the aluminum rulers that... Uh, I'll, sorry, I have a 24 and a 36... I keep them both, you know, just hanging on my tool wall, and and they're just great. I can, I can use that that thirty six inch uh, ruler to really stretch out and mark long distances over mattress foam mattresses or uh, plywood or stuff like that. Which takes me to my next measuring tool, which is a snap line. And okay, not a measuring tool, a marking tool, but let's just lump it in for the fun of it. So you you hook your you you make a mark on your sheet of eight foot long sheet of plywood and then you hook your snap line on the end and line up it's got a little point in the in a loop that so you can see the the mark that you've made and then you stretch it out and you you put the other end of that snap line chalk snap line at the at the other mark and then you snap it and now you have a nice straight uh line a virtually perfectly straight line and you can use that line to then take your 36 inch ruler and and just draw through the chalk with uh with pencil if you wish or if you have a an aluminum edge straight edge you can do it uh, do that instead of using a snap line but that is to say a long uh, straight edge um, eight feet or or longer but um anyway Let's see, moving on. Snap lines are great. I love them. I, I, I like them for flooring, especially, and for marking uh, zones of measurement out in the, in the center of the subfloor of any, any flat, you know, large room, such as, a, such as a big van that I'm working on, or a bathroom floor in a house, that kind of thing. So yeah, snap line's a good thing to have in your toolbox. Then the the last measuring tool that I have for you is the plumb bob. The thing is, you won't be using a level to uh, in, in your van while you're building because everything has to be in reference to the floor. And it's pretty much impossible to make sure that the floor of the van is level in terms of gravity, such as with a an air bubble um, in a level. And that's just because the, maybe the ground isn't level and then the tires ha- aren't 
perfectly level and the suspension, uh, you know, you've got a little more weight over here or over there. So just don't bother with trying to work with a level. Instead, build your floor as flat as you can in terms of, of the van floor, and then use that floor as the reference for everything else that you build in the van. So you'll be using squares, which is my next uh, suggestion with regard to top six building tools and measuring tools. So a square with a square, you can make sure that your cabinet is square to the floor. And you can also make sure uh, that is a floor cabinet. And then you can also make sure that upper cabinets are square to the floor. And I'm going to go ahead and link in the show notes to a great video about using uh, squares and plumb bobs to, uh, to make sure that everything is level in terms of the floor, level square plumb in terms of the floor. Taking a brief break from the show to let you know that you can get an extra weekly podcast episode plus the informative Vansage Campervan newsletter delivered straight to your inbox every Sunday evening. It only takes a few seconds. Just pause this show and click the link in the description in your podcast player to go to vansage.com to get signed up. Okay, back to the show. The next of my top six building tools is uh, a drill. You know, okay, fine, call me Captain Obvious, but but I do have specifics about each of these things, so I will I will continue. Now, I think one obvious thing is that your drill should be cordless. You can get a, a corded drill really cheap, but there are so many great cordless drills on the market now. If you're old school and, you're th- and you still are using a drill with a cord to work on your van, move on. Uh, get yourself at least an 18-volt. And honestly, I've had an 18-volt Milwaukee for the last, I don't know, five years, and the thing's incredible. It, it works perfectly. I can practically twist my arm off with it. Uh, unless you have to drill really big holes, as in with a hole cutter, and even then, in metal, in wood, if you're if you take your time and you're cautious using a hole cutter with an 18 volt cordless drill, it'll work just fine. Um, and I do it all the time. But a, a larger voltage is nice to have as well. If you do get a larger voltage drill, cordless drill, make sure that it has a really excellent trigger action so that it can be, um, the speed can be increased very gradually. So it's not jumping out of your hand every time you pull the trigger because that's, you know, 24 volts is a lot of power. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Look at um, reviews and and information online about the best uh, higher voltage cordless drills. Now within the cordless drill world, you will need bits. Uh, get decent quality bits. I don't recommend going to Harbor Freight and getting their cheapest black steel uh, bits for three ninety nine. It's tempting. Now, if you have to do a lot of drilling through steel, um, no, well, you know, maybe get some cheap bits because then you can chuck them when you're done with them. By chuck, I mean throw away. Uh, it's I like to get medium quality bits for general use, and then very high quality, such as carbide bits, for, uh, for very fine work. And so the, the cool thing about that is you don't have to buy a complete set of very expensive bits. You can get a complete set of the medium price bits and then just buy the, the one-off bits of the very high quality when you need uh, very accurate cuts, uh, when you're doing production through a lot of aluminum, for example, and 
you don't want to mess with a subpar bit, you can just go buy one or two sizes or whatever you need. And if money's no object, heck, go buy the super high quality full set with all the all the bells and whistles. And I'll mention real quickly the uh, drill press. I've talked about drill presses on the on my show before. I think they're amazing. If you have much drilling to do, especially if you're working with aluminum and steel, and you probably are if you're building out your van, and even if, like let's say you're building a slat bed where you have to drill tons of little holes, you know, countersunk or or uh, pre-drill tons of holes in slats, man, a drill press is really going to change change things for you. You're going to get better, more accurate um, uh, holes, even through wood. So think about that. Think about getting one of the medium size. I recommend uh, at least something with a, a variable speed and at least 10 inches of table travel. Mm. Uh, I'll be talking more about drill presses because it's such an important tool, but, uh, but for now that's, that's good. So, so for this episode, number one of the top six building tools, we've got measuring tools, tapes, squares, rulers, snap lines, plumb bobs, and then, uh, your cordless drill, your bits and, uh, possibly drill press. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium feed. Head over to Bandsage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Camper Van Podcast episodes, you also get Episode 7. Each week, I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the Vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old-school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. And I'm leaving this morning. It's my heart full of crying.